Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as virgin. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamakama, for the opportunity to lead to these prayers. Esteemed family, the prayer point is posted on the chat room. Just a minute, please. Sorry, the prayer point is posted on the chat. So now, scripture is taken from Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-two, the King James version. It says, "Flee also, flee also, youthful lust, but follow righteousness." faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. We'll pray fervently in tongues of the spirit for Christians, declaring that they manifest the savour of Christ in every friendship and relationship they engage in. We'll declare that they imbibe godly principles and characters to bring about a fulfillment of the plans and purposes of God and purposes of God in the relationship. Pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Esteemed family, let's kindly go ahead and mute our mic and speak in other tongues fervently. Malianda Gabasi, take a Catalan, Rakata <laughs> 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love, for your greatness, for your kindness, for your mercy. Hallelujah. Lord God, we thank you. We pray for Christians all around the world. For the ability to walk in line with, with, your, with your plan and your purpose for them, oh God. Lord God, we thank you for Christians, oh God. We declare that they will not just have friends and relationships, oh God, that will be shallow form, but would be in-depth relationships and that are encouraging to each other and build up faith, hallelujah, in each other, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare that, that only the right people, God, come their way. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and they by godly principles and character, oh God, to bring about fulfillment, hallelujah. You will always be in your midst, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord God, we thank you. Because Lord God, they will be at the right place at the right time, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for your will and purpose for them. Hallelujah. From Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Samakama, for the opportunity to lead. Thank you, esteemed family, for being a part of today's into to today's prayers. Thank you for the changes and that you're causing all around the world. And I also want to thank the prayer team for their sacrifice and labor of love. Thank you so much. And right now, I can hand over to the prayer team for the next session. Thank you. <laughs> My Kalida was Indra Falikasa. Every day I'll sing of your step, first love and mercy. The exceeding riches of your grace is beyond compare the depth of your love is unsearchable oh love Great is your faithfulness, oh Lord. Great is your faithfulness. Every day you are my portion. Every day. My cup overflows, Lord Jesus, the glory of my strength. In your favor, my heart is exalted. Every day, you load me with benefit. Every day, New mercies I see, oh Lord, your testimonies are shown. In your favor, my horn is exalted. 
every day. Every day I'll sing, every day I'll praise, every day I'll tell of your love. Every day I will sing, every day I'll praise, every day I'll tell of your love. Every day you are my portion, Lord, every day my cup overflows. Lord Jesus, the glory of my strength, in your favor, my heart is exalted. Every day, you load me with benefits, every day. New mercies I see. Oh Lord, your testimonies are sure. In your favor, my horn is exalted. Every day, you are my portion. Every day, my cup overflows. Lord Jesus, the glory of my strength. In your favor, my horn is exalted. Every day. You load me with benefits every day. New mercies I see. Oh Lord, your testimonies are sure. In your favor, my heart is exalted. Every day, oh God, you load us with benefits. Every day, every day, every we see your goodness in our lives. We see your faithfulness in our lives. Every day we are assured of your love. Every day your word keeps transforming us. Thank you, oh God. And we are full of thanksgiving to you, O Father. 
Oh, we are full of different expressions of gratitude to you, oh God. Every day, every moment. Oh, how you so mindful of us. How you love us, oh God. How you care for us. Oh, we are grateful to you. We worship you, our Elohim. We worship you, O God. Jehovah Nisi is your name. For your banner over us is love. Livra Kosita Libaya. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who is more than enough. You are our Ebenezer, God, our helper. Father, we worship you. We join the gazillions of angels in heaven to say, Holy, holy are you, Lord the lamb upon the throne Hosanna to you in the highest praise be unto your name forever oh God thank you for what you are doing in this house thank you for what you're doing in our lives thank you for the testimonies the miracles and the blessings thank you for the growth for the giants that you have groomed by your spirit in this house thank you oh God we are full of gratitude Father oh God we bless you. We worship you. And as we put attention to your word, our lives are transformed. We receive the instructions for the day and we run with it. To bring in testimonies of God, of your goodness, of the infallibility of your word. Thank you, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have worshipped. Amen. Glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on wherever you are connected from, I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Makama, for this amazing, amazing opportunity to take today's Rhapsody of Reality. God bless you so much, ma. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Abigail. Thank you, esteemed prayer team. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Oh, today is Thursday, the 18th of January, in the year of redemption 2024. Glory to God. And the title of today's devotional is, He has reconciled us to himself. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, our theme scripture for today is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19. Glory to God. <laughs> and the Bible says to us, so we that God was in Christ. Oh, reconciling the world unto himself. Mm, not imputing their trespasses unto them and had committed unto us. Hey, let's say together, the word of reconciliation. Glory to God. That is the assignment you received. Glory to God. That is what he did for us. Oh, pastor says to us today, Jesus came to reconcile the world to himself. 
not imputing their trespasses against them. It reminds of what the Bible says in Colossians 1, verses 21 and 22. And the Bible says, And you, who once we are alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you, yes, you, you, me, to present us holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Hey, 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 somebody scream glory to God. We are above reproach. See, through the death of our Lord and Savior. Ah, hey, you are holy, you are deathless, you are ageless, you are in divine health, you are incorruptible, you are indestructible, you are blameless, you are above reproach, you have all the monies, you have all the access, you are unstoppable. Somebody scream glory! This is who I am in Christ. <laughs> this is who you are in Christ. Christ Jesus initiated and established peace between God and man through his death on the cross. It was done. Man had became man had become alienated from the life of God through Adam's disobedience. But Jesus reconciled us with the Father in the body of his flesh through death to present us holy, blameless, and above reproach before the Father. Now, who is Jesus and why was he able to achieve this for me? Was he just a good man? No. Otherwise, he wouldn't have qualified to die for us because the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, the blood of, of the ordinary man wouldn't qualify for our redemption but the divine being god in the flesh he was sinless the bible says be known unto you therefore men and brethren ha, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins and by him all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Acts 13, 38 and 39. Notice that the scriptures didn't say shall be justified. It is not a promise. It is not a promise. The Bible says, all who believe 
all who believe are justified. The resurrection of Jesus Christ by which you were recreated with a new life of righteousness qualified you to live in the presence of God without guilt or condemnation. Without guilt. The resurrection of Jesus Christ by which you were recreated with a new life of righteousness qualified you to live in the presence of God without guilt or condemnation. Child of God, you are free from all accusations, being justified by his grace. This is the gospel. Glory to God. This is the gospel. This is the good news. This is what we believe. This is what we preach. This is what we have been given to go into the world and tell the whole world. This is it. This is it. This here is the message. This here is the mandate. You are free from all accusation, all guilt. I don't care what you did. It does not matter who you were. What matters now is that you've been justified by his grace. Who you are now. Do you know who you are now? The reason you are holy, blameless, and justified before the Father isn't because of what you did or didn't do. It's the result of what Jesus did and who he is. Finish. It is not, we did not qualify. You know, pastor will preach it again and again and again. If you listen to a message today, pastor will preach it again and again. He said, it is not by who we are or what we did or what we do. It is not by the principles. We say this man is a principled man. He's a good man. No, the Bible says that it is who believe when you believe when you believe in what he did because it is what jesus did and who he is that justified us now child of god you have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness in christ jesus you have received that justification. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have received that righteousness of Jesus. It's been imputed in you. You have the ability to do all things. You have the ability to live your life to the fullest. The Bible says that he has come, that he would give us life and that we will live that life to the full. Are you ready? Do you believe? 
Or do you keep looking back? Do you keep looking back? Do you forget? You have received abundance of grace. You have received the gift of righteousness. Today is that day to let go of the past, to let go of who you used to be and enjoy who you are in Christ now. Today is that day to walk in the fullness, in the full expression of his glory and his power and the authority that he has given to us. Today is that day to express who you are, to let that joy flow, to lay everything at his feet. Today is that day to take over your life. Glory be to God forever. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Makama, for this amazing opportunity. Thank you, esteemed family. In your private times of prayer and meditation today, go through today's rhapsody again and again, and the Spirit of God will continue to open dimensions of his words to you, that these words you will go beyond the logos to encounter the rhema and the power of God in them. God bless you as you do so. Over to you now, esteemed Pastor Inima. God bless you. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Pastor Kel, for the beautiful and inspiring Rhapsody segment. God bless you, ma'am. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Stamaka, for the opportunity to handle this segment of our devotion this morning. Esteemed family will proceed to the Bible study segment of our devotion. And I'll start with the further study of the Rhapsody. Romans chapter 5 and verse 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Ephesians 2, 13 to 16. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. For to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Colossians 1.20 And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A same family right now will be taking the prayer together. Dear Father, I thank you for the resurrection of Jesus, of Jesus Christ, by which I've been justified by faith. Now I am holy, blameless, and above reproach in your sight. Thank you for this amazing blessing love and grace in jesus name amen hallelujah hallelujah 
Esteemed family will go to our one-year Bible reading plan. I'll read the New Testament portion for today's reading, and we'll be reading from the book of Matthew chapter 13, from verse 1 to 23, in the NLT, the New Living Translation. Caption, Parable of the Farmer Scattering Seed. Later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat there and taught as the people stood on the shore. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have roots, they did. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Verse seven. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still, other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples came and asked him, why do you use parables when you talk to the people? He replied, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That is why I use these parables. For they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really understand, but they don't really listen or understand. This fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah that says, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend, for the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes, so their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, hallelujah, and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see but they didn't see it and they long to hear what you hear but they didn't hear it now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds the seed that fell on on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. Glory. But since they didn't have deep roots, they, didn't, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear, who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, dear Stamaka, for this opportunity once again. 
Do have a great day, everyone, and enjoy the rest of the devotion. Right now, I'm going to hand over to Brother Emmanuel for the Old Testament reading. God bless you. Thank you so very much, esteemed Sister Oge. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking esteemed Sister Martha for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you, esteemed family, for availing yourselves every day for the devotion. Thank you, esteemed co-hosts, for all the amazing work you do here. Glory to God. Today, we'll be reading from the book of Genesis, chapters 42 and 43 from the NLT. Genesis 42, caption, Joseph's brothers go to Egypt. When Jacob heard that grain was available in Egypt, he said to his sons, why are you standing around looking at one another? I have heard there is a grain. I have heard there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy enough grain to keep us alive. Otherwise, we will die. So Joseph's ten older brothers went down to Egypt to buy grain. But Jacob wouldn't let Joseph's younger brother, Benjamin, go with them. For fear some harm might come to him. So Jacob's sons arrived in Egypt along with others to buy food, for the famine was in Canaan as well. Since Joseph was governor of all Egypt and in charge of selling grain to all the people, it was, it was to him that his brothers came. When they arrived, they bowed before him with their faces to the ground. Joseph recognized his brothers instantly, but he pretended he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where are you from? He demanded. From the land of Canaan, they replied. We have come to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they didn't recognize him. And he remembered the dreams he'd had about them many years before. He said to them, you are spies. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. No, my lord, they exclaimed. Your servants have simply come to buy food. We are all brothers, members of the same family. We are honest men, sir. We are not spies. Yes, you are, Joseph insisted. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. Sir, they said, there are actually 12 of us. We, we your servants, are all brothers, sons of a man living in a land of Canaan. Our youngest brother is back there with our father right now, and one of our brothers is no longer with us. But Joseph insisted, as I said, you are spies. This is how I will test your story. I swear by the life of Pharaoh that you will never leave Egypt unless your youngest brother comes here. One of you must go and get your brother. I'll keep the rest of you here in prison. Then we'll find out whether or not your story is true. By the life of Pharaoh, if it turns out that you don't have a younger brother, then I'll know you are spies. So Joseph put them all in prison for three days. On the third day, <clears throat> Joseph said to them, I am a God-fearing man. If you do as I say, you will leave. If you really are honest men, choose one of your brothers to remain in prison. The rest of you may go home with grain for your starving families. 
but you must bring your youngest brother back to me. This will prove that you are telling the truth and you will not die. To this, they agreed. Speaking among themselves, they said, clearly we are being punished because of what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw his anguish with we saw his anguish when he pleaded for his life, but we wouldn't listen. That's why we are in this trouble. Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? Reuben asked. But you wouldn't listen, and now we have to answer for his blood. Of course, they didn't know that Joseph understood them, for he had been speaking to them through an interpreter. Now he turned away from them and began to weep. When he regained his composure, he spoke to them again. Then he chose Simeon from among them and had him tied up right before their eyes. Joseph then ordered his servants to fill the men's sacks with grain, but he also gave secret instructions to return each brother's payment at the top of his sack. He also gave them supplies for their journey home. So the brothers loaded their donkeys with the grain and headed for home. But when they stopped for the night and one of them opened his sack to get grain for his donkey, he found his money in the top of his sack. Look, he exclaimed to his brothers, my money has been returned. It's here in my sack. Then their hearts sang, trembling. They said to each other, what has God done to us? Then the brothers came to their father, Jacob, in the land of Canaan. They told him everything that had happened to them. The man who is governor of the land spoke very harshly to us. They told him. He accused us of being spies scouting the land. But he said, but we said, we are honest men, not spies. We are 12 brothers, sons of one father. One brother is no longer with us. And the youngest is at home with our father in the land of Canaan. Then the man <clears throat> who is governor of the land told us, This is how I will find out if you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take grain for your starving families and go on home. But you must bring your youngest brother back to me. Then I will know you are honest men and not spies. Then I will give you back your brother and you may trade freely in the land. As they emptied out their sacks, each there, there in each man's sack was the bag of money he had paid for the grain. The brothers and their father were terrified when they saw the bags of money. Jacob exclaimed, you are robbing me of my children. Joseph is gone. Simeon is gone. And now you want to take Benjamin? To take Benjamin too? Everything is going against me. Then Reuben said to his father, you may kill my two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back to you. I'll be responsible for him and I promise to bring him back. But Jacob replied, my son will not go down with you. His brother Joseph is dead and he is all I have left. If anything should happen to him on your journey, you would send this grieving white-haired man to his grave. Chapter 43, caption, the brothers returned to Egypt. But the famine continued to ravage the land of Canaan. When the grain they had brought from Egypt was almost gone, Jacob said to his sons, go back and buy us a little more food. 
But Judas said, the man was serious when he warned us. You won't see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you send Benjamin with us, we will go down and buy more food. But if you don't let Benjamin go, we won't go either. Remember, the man said, you won't see my face again unless your brother is with you. Why were you so cruel to me, Jacob mocked? Why did you tell him you had another brother? The man kept asking us questions about our family. They replied. He asked, is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? So we answered his questions. How could we know he would say, bring your brother down here? Judah said to his father, send the boy with me and we will be on our way. Otherwise, we will all die of starvation. And not only we, but you and our little ones. I personally guarantee his safety. You may hold me responsible if I don't bring him back to you. Then let me bear the blame forever. If we hadn't wasted all this time, we would have gone and returned twice by now. So their father Jacob finally said to them, if it can't be avoided, then at least do this. Pack your bags with the, with the best products of this land. Take them down to the man as gifts. Balm, honey, gum, aromatic resin, pistachio nuts and almonds. Also take double the money that was put back in your bag, in your sacks, as it was probably probably someone's mistake. Then take your brother and go back to the man. May God Almighty give you mercy as you go before the man, so that he will release Simeon and let Benjamin return. But if I must lose my children, so be it. So the man packed Jacob's gifts. So the men packed Jacob's gifts and doubled the money and headed off with Benjamin. They finally arrived in Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the manager of his household, These men, <clears throat> these men will eat with me this noon. Take them inside the palace, then go slaughter an animal and prepare a big feast. So the man did as Joseph told him and took them into Joseph's palace. The brothers were terrified when they saw that they were being taken into Joseph's house. It's because of the money someone put in our sacks the last time we were here. They said, he plans to pretend that we stole it. He then he will seize us, make us slaves, and take our donkeys. Caption, a feast at Joseph's palace. The brothers approached the manager of Joseph's household and spoke to him at the entrance to the palace. Sir, they said, we came to Egypt once before to buy food. But as we were returning home, we stopped for the night and opened our sacks. Then we discovered that each man's money, the exact amount paid was in the top of his sack. Here it is. We have brought it back with us. We also have additional money to buy more food. We have no idea who puts our money in our sacks. Relax. Don't be afraid. The household manager told them, your God, the God of your father, must have put this treasure into your sacks. 
I know I received your payment. Then he released Simeon and brought him out to them. The manager then led the men into Joseph's palace. He gave them water to wash their feet and provided food for their donkeys. They were told they would be eaten there. <clears throat> so they prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came home, they gave him the gifts they had brought him, then bowed low to the ground before him. After greeting them, he asked, How is your father? The old man you spoke about, is he still alive? Yes, they replied. Our father, your servant, is alive and well. And they bowed low again. Then Joseph looked at his brother Benjamin, the son of his own mother. Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? Joseph asked, may God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried from the room because he was overcome with emotion for his brother. He went into his private room where he broke down and wept. After washing his face, he came back out, keeping himself under control. Then he ordered, bring out the food. The waiter served Joseph at his own table and his brothers were served at a separate table. The Egyptians who ate with Joseph sat at their own table because Egyptians despise Hebrews and refused to eat with them. Joseph told each of his brothers where to sit and to their amazement, he seated them according to age from oldest to youngest. And Joseph filled their plates with food from his own table, giving Benjamin five times as much as he gave the others. So they feasted and drank freely with him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Once again, I would like to thank the esteemed Sister Marco for this great opportunity. Thank you, esteemed family, for listening. I will now hand over to the affirmation team. Do have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Emmanuel. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, esteemed sister Maka. Right away, we are going into the affirmation, into the affirmation segment. I'd like for us to kindly unmute our mics. Our mics. Praise God. Let's kindly unmute our mics as we take the affirmation segment. Glory to God. the love of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hallelujah, God forevermore. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So the affirmation on the group, the telegram group, you can always download it and ensure that you pick it during your personal time as the need arises. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Right now, we are going into the meditation segment. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka, for the opportunity to um, take to this meditation segment. And glory to God, today is day 8, the 18th of January. How has it been for you so far in the past seven days? Glory, glory, glory to God. All right, so today's theme is redemption of daily benefits hallelujah redemption of daily benefits we have our scripture for meditation psalm 68 verse 19 morning and evening i'd like to run through first of all um we have our it a thousand times as jesus is so am i 500 times i recover all daily benefits 500 times uh, the message of the day the power and the pursuit of purpose the power of prayer. This series is amazing. You don't want to miss it for any reason. The book of Proverbs study, chapter 18, um, the Good News Translation, Anglicized, the study of the Epistles Romans in TPT, chapter 7, the study of the Psalms, Psalm 27 in TPT, worship and prayer with the song every day, and the book reading portion from your rights in Christ. Hallelujah. Just in case you haven't picked up on this, it's to your advantage because reading the Bible every day is the sweetest thing. I'm sure you can see from the chat room. It keeps saying, don't stop reading. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalm 68 verse 9 in the New King James Version. It says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. So um, I'm sure we've seen this before, but can we quickly have um, the meaning of daily? You know, daily, daily, daily is daily. Seems like, oh, we know it's daily, right? Let's see what, what the dictionary says about daily and what it says about benefits. Please, if you can have it. 
in the chat room. We have benefits every day, especially as children of God. The Lord caters for us every single day of our lives. You know, the amazing thing is pastor tells us that we did not just happen on the scene. God planned for us. He expected us. We are children of predestination. Predestination is at work in us. Hallelujah. Says, um, daily refers to something that occurs every day or is related to each day. It is an adjective used to describe regular, routine, or reoccurring activities on a daily basis. Hallelujah. It's regular, it's routine, it's reoccurring. That means every time it's something that happens frequently, right? It's, it happens frequently reoccurring that means every day god is providing for you there's a benefit for you he says daily that occurs every day every day every day hallelujah every day god provides for us please can i have um benefits glory to god every day routinely god loads us routinely i mean if he says routinely you look at it and you're wondering is it possible? Yes, because he told us. He says we are children of predestination. We are children of predestination. He didn't just wake up and say, oh, what am I going to do with this child? Like maybe some parents, they'll say, oh, we didn't plan for you. God had, God planned from you for you from the inception of time. He planned benefits. So what are the benefits? What's the meaning of benefits? Benefits an advantage or profit gained from something. Talks about enjoying the benefits of being a member. So being a child of God, you have you have benefits. Glory to God. You have an advantage. You have a profit. It says a payment made by the state or an insurance scheme to someone entitled to receive it. I like that. Entitled to receive it. As a child of God, you have an entitlement. <laughs> I've heard someone tell you before, you have, you have an entitlement mentality. It has a negative percep perception, but here you are entitled to it. And you better not let your entitlement pass you. Like, you know, in the royal family, they are entitled to a particular thing. And you not just say, no, I don't just want it because it's, that is, you see, it's your advantage. And this advantage is reoccurring. He says you are entitled to receive it. Praise the Lord. So you must take it, brothers and sisters, in this year of redemption, you must take your entitlement. You are not leaving your entitlement for anybody. And the funny thing is that lots of us, you know, yesterday, I think Stamaka told us, when she was uh, telling us about the the second part, the latter part of J Jacob, you know, um, of Job rather, was better than the former. And he says most of us are in the second part of our lives. Just imagine you are 20 years, you have left 20 years benefits on the table. Or you are 30 years, or you are 40 years, or you are 50 years, 60 years. You have 60 years worth of benefits on the table. And God is telling you that this year is your year of redemption. I am redeeming all of my benefits. He says, I am redeeming all, all, all. So this is another one that says, um, 
Okay, there's one I saw, very beautiful. It says, um, let me quickly read it. It says, a benefit is something advantageous or favorable that cont contributes to one's well-being, welfare, or improvement. And you are looking for um, urgent 2K, not in this house. It says, one's well-being, your welfare. I like it because it relates directly to the scripture that says God has given us seed and he has given us bread and you have daily benefits accrued to you. He says one that this one is your well-being, it's your welfare, it's your improvement, meaning that the clothes, the shoes, the houses, the cars, these are things that relate to your welfare, right? Everything, what you eat daily, what you have, you know, what you need every day. Even that fell for your car every day. Say they've increased the money for fuel. Just in case you're outside the country, you don't know what fuel is. It means the gas you put in your car. <laughs> you know, it says advantage or perk gain from a situation or action or arrangement. Brothers and sisters, the situation of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is, this is the benefit of his action, his arrangement. This is the advantage that you got from it. The day that you said, dear Lord Jesus, my life is yours. You are the Lord of my life. This is what was accrued to you. Praise the Lord. This is what was accrued to you. This is what became your benefit. He looked out for your welfare. He planned for it. Your well-being. He said, this is my son. Every day that he wakes up, every day that she wakes up, everything that she needs for that day, what do you need for today? You have benefits accrued to you. You have benefits written in your name. This is for Pastor Deborah. I take my benefits today. Every benefits written, every benefits. I do not leave anything on the table. Lord, I take all of my benefits today. He says, this is what she's going to need in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening. I take it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do not leave any of my entitlements on the table. Because nobody is coming to take it, it's there for you. If I have left anyone, all of the years of my life, they are accrued to me. I take them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And imagine how rich and how wealthy you will be. Imagine all of, I mean, if, if you say all the things that I've left on the table, I am taking it now. And today I claim all of my benefits. I redeem all of my benefits. The ones of the past years, I take them. That means every, every second of your life, you are just walking in every form of provision. You're walking in every form of wealth, every form of increase. Hallelujah. I have everything. I am daily redeeming it. And today I begin to redeem all the ones from previous because that is what we are talking about. I am redeeming every, every. No, see, you are not leaving it for anybody. The rapture is about to come. I remember that after the rapture, the life we are living is a, is a, is a different kind of one right? It's a different kind of life. So it is in this now before the rapture. I take everything. I refuse to leave any of my benefits on the table anymore. All of my entitlements, I take it. I am a king priest. So you see, you know, this brings you the notion, the understanding of the kind of benefits that God has left for you. If you are a king priest, brothers and sisters, what manner of table, what manner of benefits did the Lord prepare for you?
as a king. That's another dimension. As you meditate today, think about it as a king. What we see, what is the size of the benefits? What is the equivalent? If you are saying it's food, what manner of banquets? The other time we read 10 cost meal. What manner of banquet? What manner of clothes? What manner of shoes? What manner of houses? What manner of benefits? What's what's as in oh is is left for you for your meditation segment? We're gonna go quickly right now into breaking bread. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I do not leave any of my benefits on the table. I do not leave any of my entitlements. It says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he break it and he said, take it, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you for your body that was broken for us. We thank you, for we have come to the knowledge and understanding of the kind of benefits, of the fact that these benefits are daily. They are routinely provided for us. And on the basis of this, we do not leave anyone anymore. We take all of them. We redeem all of them. All of our daily benefits, all of our daily entitlements as kings, as king priests, preordained in your ways, in your part, in your life. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, precious Father. You may now break the bread and eat it. After the same manner also, he took the cup. And when he has stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as he drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. Oh, lakosatakabaye. Father, we thank you. <laughs> this New Testament is this new season of redemption, lakobaya. Taking all of us, the ones that were lost, the ones we left on the table, and the ones that are for us today. As we go about our daily affairs, our steps are ordered in the right places, at the right times, as we take our benefits. Is it the benefits of access? Is it the benefits of welfare? Is it the benefits of different business dealings? Is it the benefits of just the things? Things that we require for our daily living, all of the benefits, the deals we do not leave them on the table. Oh, Malokra we have access to those places as they are packed in our benefits. We know that our benefits are kingly, and we take every single one of them. Thank you, precious Father, for in Jesus' name. We remember that you have done this for us. We do not forget and we do not neglect our benefits. We redeem them continually in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You may now take the cup. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. I'm going to be praying over our offerings. 
Remember, we give our offerings daily for the word that we receive in the house every day. We send our offerings to our churches. It's an appreciation of the word of God. You know, I'll just quickly drop this. Um, over the weekend in the CLVZ, we had um, the end of our leaders and partners conference and awards. And most of the things that the top partners, I mean partners that gave in the billions we're talking about, were things about their offerings, always celebrating the word. It says, I read my rhapsody every day and I give an offering. And you see them in top partnership. And you're wondering, is that all? Yes, doing the word. So every time we give an offering in this house, it's, as, it's celebrating the word. So if you haven't started, you ensure that you start with knowledge, listen to the message, celebrating God. It's going to be beneficial to you and help you make the right decisions concerning your offerings. And you send your offerings to your church. We don't receive offerings here. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good measures. Press down, shake it together and running over. Shall be poured into their lives as we give our offerings. Celebrating your word in our lives. Yes, your word prospers in us continually, producing the desired result. Because this year, this year it is said of us that we are an expression of the word. We are the word literally manifested in flesh. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Amen. So quickly, if it's your birthday today, the birthday of a loved one, a special event and occasion, let's quickly get this done. Wait, we want to see it in the chat room. If this is your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, we'd love to welcome you. Please let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from within Nigeria, from outside Nigeria, we'd love to know the country. And of course, who invited you? Yesterday, we celebrated those who brought us to inspired by the word. It's a glorious experience and we are continually grateful. We also have our online platforms on the chat room right now so you can copy them and have them the contents for the um 21 days is on the channel so um the channel is also posted in the chat room so that you can participate effectively the songs everything the book everything that you require is actually on the channel but you must ensure that you get connected all right um sister ngozi says it's my son's birthday today. Happy, happy, happy birthday to your son. I love to him. Lutan says, I was invited by Sister Bernice. You're welcome, Lutan. Where are you connected from? We'd love to know. Oh, hallelujah. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for everyone celebrating their birthday today. And everyone of our first timers, we thank you because their lives are blessed and fully nourished with the word hallelujah their lives are an expression of the word and in this year of redemption they are not leaving anything behind they are taking all all of the things that you have provided for them thank you precious father for in jesus name amen lotan is connected from kenya you are welcome lotan we are excited to have you in the family and join us in this time of fellowship your life will never remain the same again you go from grace to grace. Marvelous John said, it's my dearest friend, Dolapo's birthday today. Happy birthday to your friend. Sister Samuel Omolala says, today is my friend's birthday. His name is Emmanuel. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Um, Okay. Big Vic, Um, we'd like to know your name. <laughs> 
So it says, um, I was invited by Brother Yomi. Okay, we'd like to know where you're connected from. Um, we have Samson Ojoye invited by Sister Amaka. You are welcome. You are welcome. My name is Kenneth Ikechuku from Lagos, Nigeria. I'm in I'm invited by my colleague at work, Philip. Brother Philip, I feel really blessed. You are welcome. You are welcome. I'm sure that you are a recipient of yesterday's goodness. Congratulations. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka. I'm grateful for this opportunity. And thank you so much, esteemed co-host. Thank you for the extra two minutes, everyone. We love you. Okay, Annie Karimi, invited by... Weta from Kenya. We are delighted to have you. My name is Victor Chukwemeka, connected from Kaduna. You are welcome. You are invited by Brother Yomi. Glory to God. You are welcome. We are delighted to have you in the house. Right away, I'd like to say thank you, everyone, for the time of fellowship. God bless you richly and multiply you greatly. Hallelujah. You are redeemed. All oh, hallelujah. Let's kindly unmute our mics as we share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 